Welcome back, everybody, to the Blazer Victory Podcast, episode number 81. And guys, we finally have the real UAB football schedule. So, Stephen, I wanted to uh, just hop on real quick and just give you guys kind of a instant reaction. Well, not instant reaction, but a reaction to uh, the new uh, 2.0 football schedule for 2022. And uh, Steve, real quick, I mean, we don't have to talk about this part of it um, a whole bunch, but it looks like a Conference USA and a those three Sunbelt schools uh, worked it out, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I knew it was coming. I mean, it yeah. was one of those things that, you know, I, 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 you know, I've said it before. I, I liked that Conference USA did that, you know, and, and uh, I didn't think it was going to be much come out of it, you know. But, right. but, you know, I liked that they stood up there. And, and you know, I, I don't know what, uh, you know, I don't know if that increased the, the, the money the schools had to pay or not because, they, you know, they're not releasing it. But, uh, you know, at least at this point uh, – I mean that's public record. It you know should be so right. somebody somebody's going to get that and uh, you know and we'll find out. But uh, yeah, I mean it was you know not not surprising. Um, but but um, again, I'm glad the conference you say stood you know stood up and you know and, and good for those schools that you know they that's 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 what they felt like was best for their program to to go ahead and get out of here and and uh, get in the sun belt and you know. <laughs> we'd we'd be we'd be wanting to do the same thing, you know, as as, as UAB folks, if uh, if we could, so, right? Uh, you know, I understand it, but uh, you know, now we just move on. Definitely. Well, let's go ahead and dive into this uh, football schedule that was just released by UAB. And the good thing, Steve, you know, we still do have six home games. So I know that was, you yeah. know, some fans were concerned about, well, you know, two of those games are two of those teams leaving early for the Sun. But, you know, they were supposed to be home home game opponents for UAB. Uh, but Conference USA was uh, gracious, I guess. And, you know, UAB still has six home games. And uh, shoot, well, we can go ahead and just dive into the, the games. Now, we already knew starting out for the season, September 1st on a Thursday night, Alabama A&M comes to Protective Stadium, and man, Steve, I can't wait for that. I'm sure it's going to be a big crowd because you know Alabama A&M they travel well. They'll bring their band. They'll bring they'll bring everybody uh, to Protective, and I'm sure UAB will turn out well. Uh, you know, a, a great crowd is always. Um, so I, I definitely look forward to you know to that game and to see how the atmosphere is going to be that night in Protective. Yeah, and it's a good team. I mean, yeah, know, A&M's, you know, their program's going well right now, and and uh, so it, it'll be it'll be a challenge. You know, it certainly be a challenge. But uh, yeah, just just to see that atmosphere there, and you know, get to hear you know, that Alabama A&M band, and and you know, see their fans, and, and you know, along with with the UAB fans, because you know, there's going to be a lot of excitement going into the season for I think both programs, and so uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that night. I wish it was. Uh, Wish it was, wish it was here now, but we got to have to wait a little bit. Definitely. Now uh, the next week, uh, UAB will play September 10th at uh, Liberty in Lynchburg, Virginia. Hopefully, UAB can uh, get some uh, revenge on those Liberty Flames um, down in Lynchburg. Um, but excited for that uh, non-conference matchup um, on the road, you know, and, and it'll be exciting too to see Liberty without Malik Willis because that's pretty much all we remember from this last matchup in yeah. Birmingham. <laughs> But they're gonna have, you know, he'll have a, he'll have a couple quarterbacks or a quarterback or two. You know, they've oh, got yeah. some transfers in. You know, they had a kid transfer last year from Tennessee, and then they had another one come in this year. I don't remember where he came. I don't remember what's where the transfer this year is. But uh, but he's gonna have. You know, they're they're gonna be good. I mean, this is gonna be a good team. Yeah, it'd be, I'm so glad that you know don't have to see 
see people trying to tackle Malik Willis and, uh, you know, stop him, you know, from throwing the ball, but, uh, they'll be good. That'll be a challenge. Yeah, definitely with Hugh Freeze, expect a, another challenge this year, but it'll be so glad. Um, cause I'm so tired of, you know, watching all this NFL draft, uh, stuff and i swear all of malik willis's uh film that they show on the nfl network and everywhere is just a game against <laughs> us so that can't surprise you though no <laughs> hey he, he had a night that night now it was uh you know it, it was fun to watch if you're not if you, if you don't have a rooting interest you know i mean it was he he's he was entertaining that night and he's he's an entertaining player definitely well the following week week three september 17th uh georgia southern from the sun belt will make their way down to birmingham to protective stadium to take on uab i believe steve this is the first time uab's ever played georgia southern it is um so and this is you know a part of a home and home so we'll go to statesboro next year um so excited to see that and it's going to be a different georgia southern team you know with clay helton coming from uh, usc to georgia southern I've heard that they're going away from the triple option because that that team or that program has been historically kind of like a triple option type team type offense. Um, But I did hear that they're going to start to move away from that this year. So it'll be exciting to, you know, see a Sunbelt team take on a future AAC team, you know, in Birmingham. So looking forward to that non-conference matchup. Yeah. You know, Brian Ellis is offensive coordinator and, you know, and now they now remember they have tried to go away from that uh, triple option. Uh, didn't go to didn't go well. <laughs> those, those people were pretty hesitant there. So, if you do go away from it, you better have quick success with it. You know, really, really early success and a lot of success. And I think they will. I mean, I, you know, obviously Clay Helton's an offensive minded guy, and you know Brian Ellis. I just have a lot of respect for for him. He's he's you know I still think he's going to be a a star, you know, a coaching star, you know, uh, um, and, and so, you know, they're going to be good. They're going to be good offensively. And, and, uh, but, but again, they, you know, those, those people love that, uh, love that option. And so you better have success quick. Definitely. Now um, this year compared to last year, um, you know, we get an early bye week. So I, I kind of like that. So September no. 2020, 20, I kind of like, I mean, last year we got no. it at the end of October. And, and look where this look where this bye week falls. So yeah, your first thought is like, oh, why is it so early? You know that kind of stinks. But you get it right before you start conference play. So as I mentioned, Georgia Southern September seventeenth, bye week September twenty fourth, and then you start conference play at Rice October the first. So I actually like the bye week where it is, Steve. I know you're already disagreeing with me, but I like where yeah. it is because Georgia Southern's a very physical team, and Rice, you know they're going to be very physical with the run game too. So I actually like it where it, where it is. Okay. So, so you like going into UTSA game that you're going to have five straight weeks of playing going into that game. <laughs> well, we'll get into that later, but you yeah, can't I mean, have it too know, late though. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I agree. You can't have it too late. Uh, I, I, but I, I think, I think it's um, in, in my estimation, maybe a little early, uh, you know, I, I would, I would like to have it, you know, ideal world, you know, I'd like to have it after, you know, maybe a couple, couple conference games, you know, maybe, maybe go, you know, play, uh, you know, maybe after the rice game, you know, uh, um, cause you, you know, you know, you would have played the 24th at, at, if, if, if you had it after the rice game. So maybe after yeah. the October 1st game, I mean, I, but who knows? I mean, I mean, you know, it, it might, it might end up being a good thing. It might, you know, it might come after that Georgia Southern, like you say, the physical team, it might, you know, you might leave that game and go, man, thank goodness we have a week off to get ready for, for a conference. So, it, I mean, it's, it, it's hard to say because you don't know how a season's going to unfold. 
yeah. I, I just think I just I just hate it. You know, on paper, looking at it right now, I I just I feel like it might be a little early. Um, but you know, who who knows? I mean, and and I, I do wish we could go back to a system where there's two bye weeks. You know, yeah, me too. I think that's good for cut for for these for these athletes. I mean, I think two bye weeks is a is you know to me is not too much to ask for. Now I'm not a schedule maker, and I, you know, <laughs> uh, but I would love to see a, a a way to get you know college football where where every team gets you know two bye weeks and early and uh, early bye week and a later bye week. Um, you know, I would like to see that happen where everybody gets that, but it's just not reality right now. So you just have to play with the, you know, the hand that's dealt you. That's right. Yeah. It just, it just makes two cents for it to happen. Right. Too much sense. Yeah, it, it, uh, <laughs> it, it does make to me. It does. I mean, you know, yeah. again, I, again, I don't know the challenges of fitting in, uh, uh, you know, other than just looking from the outside, the challenges of, you know, fitting a, a season into the, into the calendar, you know, so, um, you know, maybe it is, too tough to do that to fit, you know, when you're playing 12 games and more, you know, with, with the championship games and that type of stuff. So, well, you know, we'll, we'll see how it works out again. You just never know. I mean, you just, just right. never know when you're going to get beat up. And, um, you know, the, the thing is, and I hadn't had a chance to really study the other schedules, but, you know, I would imagine most teams, uh, you know, have their buy fairly early, you know, uh, in, in, in this conference, the way it's set up. I, I don't know. I'd have to look, but, um, you know, I don't know that one team's going to have more advantage than the other. Uh, you know, I would like to see, and I will eventually look at it. Um, you know, who has a buy before they play? You know, what conference team has a buy before they play UAB? If they're, you know, that that's to me is the biggest, you know, the biggest factor of the of your of your buy, where your buy is. You know, like if you have, you know, like like I mentioned the UTSA game. I mean, if, if you know if they come in with a buy the week before, mm-hmm. or even two weeks before. Uh, you know, that's an advantage, you know, um, so just, you know, I'd have to look closer at those things, but, um, you know, I, till it, till it unfolds, you really don't know what's going to happen. So it's, you know, it's, it's easy to complain about it or, 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 um, but, but you never, you just never know. Right. And, and real quick, not to go off on a tangent, but I, I did notice from the CUSA schedule release that they're actually going to have some teams playing in week zero this year, you know, yeah. uh, Charlotte, FAU, uh, North Texas, UTEP, um, those are two conference games, you know, in week zero. And, and I get why they did that. I mean, you know, they had to do that to make the schedule work for everybody right. to where people didn't have to move around non-conference uh, games and stuff like that. So so I get why they did it. But I'm kind of looking forward to that, seeing some CUSA action on week zero. Yeah, I am, I am too, even though I, I've always I've always disliked having, to, you know, teams having to open the, open the year with a conference game. I just, yeah. I'm just not a fan of that. Uh, I do know that at times you have to do it to fit fit into your schedule with, you know, with, you know, fit into, uh, you know, non-conference games. And, and like in this case, obviously you had to do it because of the craziness of, of what's going on. But, right. um, you know, I, I've never been a fan of that. Uh, just it's just to, to me I, I you know I, I want to play it you know at least at least one or two non-conference games before I get a conference game in but you know so you know sometimes you just have to do you have to do weird <laughs> things you know and and that's what's going on now definitely well moving along with the schedule as we mentioned October 1st uh, after the bye week UAB will travel to Houston to take on Rice and try to get some uh, revenge on those uh, Mike Bloomgren uh, Rice Owls in Houston uh, the following week 
starts a two-game home stretch uh, where Middle Tennessee will come to Protective Stadium on October the 8th. And then October the 15th, Charlotte will come to uh, Protector Stadium. And I believe that we haven't played Middle Tennessee since the CUSA Championship game back in 2018. Yeah. Um, and Charlotte, I don't know if we've played them since uh, 2018. No, 2019, I think we played them uh, at Legion Field, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, should I mean, both of those, I mean, that's within traveling distance. So you would think they'd bring a decent, you know, travel uh, to Protector Stadium. So, um yeah, and I think both programs have are, are you know on the upward swing. You know, I think yeah. both programs are, have have taken steps forward, and uh, so I, that that becomes tougher. I you know I think the 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 three teams that you replace the three teams leaving with, I think it's a tougher schedule for UAB than it was with with the Marshall and Southern Miss and. Um, in Old Dominion, you know, overall, of course, Old Dominion wasn't on the schedule, but well, taking UTEP off, yeah, and no, taking UTEP off, yeah, 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 so replacing, you know, uh, Western Kentucky with UTEP, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think that's a, I think it's tougher, you know, and you know, on a lot because of of where Middle Tennessee and and Charlotte and Western Kentucky, all of them are on on you know on an upward swing, you know, obviously Western coming off the uh, championship game appearance but you know charlotte with you know well i think will he will healy is one of the you know top young coaches in in college football i mean i think he's uh, he's 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 very good i think and and uh right you know he's got that program playing well and you know stock still you know the rick stock still there you know you thought he was done you know <laughs> right <laughs> and um and you know they took a, a a nice step forward last year and so I think they're going to be good, you know. So um, it 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 got a little tougher in my in my in my opinion. It got a little tougher. Yeah, definitely agree. You know, middle coming off of a big bowl win in the Bahamas uh, this past uh, year with a uh, stock still. So um, definitely, and I believe I misspoke too. It was 2018 that UAB uh, also last played Charlotte um, yeah. at Legion Field. Um, well, yeah. let's go ahead and go into this uh, now. This is where you know I'm not saying those games before were easy by no means, but here's where it starts to get really tricky in my opinion. You start a two-game road road trip, October 22nd, at Bowling Green, Kentucky, to take on Western Kentucky. That's going to be tough. Then you follow that up the next week, October 29th. You have to go to Boca to take on uh, FAU. Like that's that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be tough, man. I I kind of wish you know it would have been a home away home away to balance it out, but. I mean, those two games, um, I mean, you know, Western Kentucky, of course, their offense is going to be a lot different than it was last year. But, I mean, they're still going to be a tough team. And FAU, we know what they're capable of. Well, and, and Western Kentucky, yeah, it, it, it will be different, no doubt. But, you know, they've got another transfer quarterback in, uh, you know, Austin, oh. Austin Reed from West Florida, who was uh, – I don't know if he won the play. You know, he led he led his team to the national championship last year in Division Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was last year. They were national champions – either last year or year before, but I believe it was last year. Uh, but I think he was either the, uh, you know, their their division player of the year or certainly was a finalist for it. it was, I think, I mean, he's thrown for a lot of yards. I mean, he he's he's uh, he's another really talented guy that, you know, he went in the portal and I think he had over, you know, 25, 30 schools Good grief. door down you know i mean it was one of that that type of talent you know and and now he doesn't you know he didn't bring his his whole receiver core and his offense oh, coordinator with say. it <laughs> and and his offense uh you know they didn't do that but uh but i think you know i mean i think he has a chance to you know certainly i don't think he'll be as good 
as as Zappy Zappy was last year, but but you know he he's certainly not far behind. Uh, so they're going to be, I think they're going to be dynamic again offensively. Yeah, uh, you know, provided they get, you know, provided he you know he comes in and and is comfortable and and right. they get receivers and that type of thing. So I you know I think uh, <laughs> that's going to be a tough tough battle and. Like you say, FAU's. I mean, that's tough. They, you know, they have a lot of talent there, and um, mm-hmm. so that that's a that's a tough little stretch. And you know, and then you you know you're getting ready to tell us the next one, and then the next <laughs> one's you know TSA. You know, so right. you're coming off that stretch of those two, and then you and oh by the way, you got a, now, now you got UTSA coming to town. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's that's um that's difficult. You know, and and I and and I do think with this UAB team. They're uh, even even though they're they're you know, experienced and you know older and that type of thing, but they're not as experienced as, 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 and old as they were last year. I don't think you know. No, uh, they're not. Yeah. You know, certainly had you know lost a lot of guys, and um, you know, I, I they're still a mature team, but uh, you know that's a tough stretch there, and that's what I was talking about. That's kind of what I'm talking about about the bye week thing is, mm-hmm. you know, you go through that stretch there, and then you know how healthy are you going into to, to these games, you know, um, and you might be, you might be really healthy. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, you know, it's just freak things happen. And, and so you never know. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. look at TD Marshall last year. I mean, it, yeah. it, you know, oh. he, he, he just, he, he got hurt because he stepped wrong mm-hmm. and that, that had nothing to do with what was going on, you know, f- physical wise. I mean, so if a freak thing happens like that, I mean, there's not much you can do about it, but that's, you know, that's, but there's there's a wear and tear on this, and and uh, so we'll we'll see we'll see how how they how they come out. But it it's that's certainly a tough stretch, and it's it's a stretch that you really look forward to. Oh yeah, because you know those are the kind of games you love, you know. But but it's still a tough stretch. Yeah, it's tough. And as Steve just mentioned, yeah, November the fifth, UTSA comes to Protective Stadium. That's going to be an exciting atmosphere for that game. And then the very next week. UAB hosts North Texas, so UAB gets uh, two really good opponents uh, after coming off that uh, tough road stretch at WKU and FAU. And then two more games to end the season, at, both uh, traveling down to Louisiana as uh, UAB travels to Baton Rouge to take on the LSU Tigers November the 19th and then ending the year in Ruston, Louisiana, <laughs> November 26th at uh, Louisiana Tech. Yeah. <laughs> one more time, right? Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully only one more time. Yeah. And, you know, and who knows where, you know, I think Louisiana Tech, you know, obviously I like, I like the hire they made. Uh, we'll see what's going on, you know, at that time. But I think they've helped themselves a little bit in the portal type, type uh, world. And so, um, that's tough. I mean, it, it's tough. This this uh, this last. Uh, well, I mean, I, I I don't know where you start with. I mean, really, from from really the last six, you say, really the back half. I guess. Really, yeah, really the back half is is um, is really really tough, you know. And um, um, but again, I mean, and, and one thing is <laughs> that you kind of you kind of look at. I look at is, you know, you you you. you Obviously, you had the aspirations to move up as a program into mm. the, the American. Right. So this is the kind of thing that you 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 hope to see every year. You know, these are the type. You know, the challenges you hope to see these kind of challenges. So, you, you know, if you sit there and go, "Well, this boy, this schedule," you just complain about the schedule being tough. <laughs> 
it's going to get tougher as you move up. Exactly. So, so exactly. this is a kind of good little, uh, you know, good little training for it. And last year was too. And that's the thing that I think will help this year. The, the grind of last year, uh, that was a tough season, you know, for a lot of reasons, you know, one, one, it was a tougher schedule. There was, there was, you know, some things, you know, just, just tough times kind of like you have in this schedule. Uh, but there's also some other things that happen, you know, whether it be injuries or COVID mm-hmm. or just, you know, just some things that happen. So I, I think last year's experience is going to really help with this year's team. Cause, cause last year's experience, you never really, you, you really, as a program hadn't had that really th- those type of challenges. I mean, it's kind of mm-hmm. weird to say, but you really had, no, um, yeah, I agree. So, so in, in, th- in this case, you, you have the experience to, to fall back on last year. Okay. What did we do? Right. What did we do wrong? Well, how do we handle this? How, how do we not handle, how, you know, how do we not handle this? Well, you know, I mean, you just, just, um, I, I think that's really going to help. Uh, this program, this team go through, you know, the schedule that they have this year. Definitely agree. And, you know, Conference USA still hasn't said officially what they're going to do in regards to a championship game. Um, but we know there's 11 teams. So <laughs> we'll, probably find, we'll probably find out week 12. Yeah, oh, we'll by get the an way, email. we're going to have a championship game. Uh, and I, 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 I mean, I, I think what we I think you'll just see a, you know, top two teams, you know, yeah. you know, don't, don't do the divisions. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, I, I hope we hear about it sooner than week 12, but you know, you, you never know. Uh, but, um, yeah. And, and that could, that could get a tough little tiebreaker, you know, that could be, that could be tough to figure out. Mm-hmm. You know, that might not, it might, it might be clear as day, but, um, but you know, it's it it it's be it could be a little tougher than than the just pure divisions were. That's for sure. Right. Well, when we find out, we will let you guys know. Um, hey, real quick before we get out, Steve, do we have any uh, spring uh, football updates? Have you heard anything? Because I haven't <laughs> heard a thing. No, it's been real quiet. Now I, I hadn't had a chance to get out uh, just for for some things. So I and I guess mm-hmm. uh, you know, but. Um, it's been real quiet, uh, you know, which which I think, you know, I, I, that's the way Coach Clark, he, he likes that. I mean, oh, he, yeah. likes, he likes quiet. Uh, now, you know, a thing that, you know, I, I, I mean, I've heard two or three different places and times that, that, that Zeno is a real deal, that he's yeah. a really, you know, really good quarterback. I don't know, you know, what their depth chart looks like right there, but, you know, I've heard he's, he, you know, he can spin it now, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and I – and Joker Gill, who was a guy that was really counted on to be uh, kind of an edge guy. Well, I mean, he was, you know, they thought he, they thought he could be an edge guy uh, or, or maybe even inside. It was a guy that they were really excited about. He, he tweeted that he had surgery. Uh, uh, I, I think it was something to do with, it was lower body. I don't know if it was a knee or what, mm. but he, he had some surgery. So I don't know what his situation is. Um, you know, other than that, uh, you know, other than that, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens on spring. And, and I, you know, I hope to get out and see a practice and see it myself, but uh, uh, I just hadn't had a chance. But um, if, right. if not, if not, you know, spring spring uh, game will be really uh, eye opening for all of us. And, and you know, and and obviously, you don't see a lot during spring game. It's pretty basic, but, right? But you can see guys. You know, you'll be able to see guys. You'll be able to see, uh, you know, Boykin. You know, what kind of receiver he is. You know, provided mm-hmm. these guys are healthy. Uh, you know, you'll you'll be able to see some of the linebackers. I'm looking looking forward to seeing what you know a guy like Reynard Ellis, 
um, you know, I look forward to see what he can do. Um, looking forward to seeing what some of these guys that have been injured um, are, uh, what they're doing right now, whether they're back and how healthy they are. Um, you know, just even a guy like Demond Miller, who, who, you know, obviously we know how talented he is, but he missed a lot of last year with injury. And, and then when he came back, he was behind a little bit and didn't play as much. So, you know, seeing, seeing where he is in the, in the orders. I mean, so it's going to be nice to see that, but, um, right now it's just real quiet. And, uh, yeah. so, um, you know, oh, and by the way, as we're talking, <laughs> oh. this, this is real good news. Uh, I'm looking at the, um, UTSA schedule, uh, October 29th, which is the week before they play. Please UAB. don't say it's a bye. Please They're going to be home and resting oh. and, uh, yeah, they get a bye week <sighs> before they play, before they come to UAB. So <laughs> as, as we're saying, as we're talking about the other, I just, I just kind of, you know, looked on there to see, to see that good news. So. Well, that's, great. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. But hey, you still got to go out and play them, and um, that that stinks. But you know, good for them. Hey, right. Well, all right, guys. Well, um, if we hear anything, you know, um, in regards to you know, like a spring update from practice or something, we'll be back with you. But if not, you know, we look forward to seeing everybody at the spring game. You know, that's next Saturday, April the ninth. Not this Saturday. Next Saturday, April the ninth. And it will be at one o'clock um, and you can make sure and get your tickets. I think it's only like five bucks, um, but I'm excited to just get out to protect them and see a spring game and just see some football and just see, you know, how, how the guys look on the field. You know, a lot of new faces on this team, a lot of returning guys, as Steve mentioned before, like Damon Miller, just can't wait to see everybody out there. Um, but We'll see you next time on the Blazer Victory Podcast. Uh, make sure if you're not subscribed, go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. But as always, guys, go Blazers.